Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And I'm not trying to change the media. I know it's going to be like this or whenever when I leave. But I just truly just feel like I'm just misunderstood as, as a player, as a person. And, and, you know, it gets frustrating because anything I say, anything I do, it gets magnified times 10. I'm classified as a diva. I want the ball and this and that, blah, blah, blah. When, honestly, it's the other way around. You see me getting upset on the sideline and you automatically think it's about targets. No, no. no. What, if, what if I'm holding my players accountable? What if I'm the guy that pushes everybody in the locker room, makes people uncomfortable to try to better themselves for the team? What if I'm that guy? That is A.J. Brown. Like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives of wide receivers having to insist that it's okay that they care about the sport and success. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Joe's out today. Joining us on the Western Hotline, former morning show producer, now big man about the Vikings, Matthew Collar. Matthew, good morning. What's up? Yeah, wide receivers as divas. Uh, maybe, you know, you do a few push-ups in your driveway one time, <laughs> and, you know, they give you the key to the city, and this is what they say forever about your entire position. I know. Shame. Matthew, honestly, when will, this, when will the, the NFL collective media have a, is it us moment? Are we the ones that's, that are doing this? Because A.J. Brown called into a radio station to say, like, I care about this stuff. You know? I'm not, I'm not, just because I'm yelling with Jalen Hurts or whatever, and here's Brandon Ayuk getting criticized for asked, like, do you want to come back? And he says, if the deal is right. Like, of course, everybody does this, except it only seems to stick with the receivers. I, I'm not even kidding when I say this is Chad Ochocinco and Terrell Owens' fault. Like, when, when they were actual divas and they did a lot of crazy stuff, it was like that stuck forever because I, I don't remember even growing up and having this with like Tim Brown and Andre Reed and Jerry Rice. Those, uh, it was like somewhere along the line, those guys, you know, changed the way people view the position. Also like TV cameras love a wide receiver. Who's mad on the sideline. Yeah. Like they, they, they love nothing. They never show a left guard. Who's really upset with the center <laughs> for not getting a, a blocking protection right it's like oh a wide receiver cut to cut to wide receiver cut to wide receiver i mean yeah like those i mean that, that was you know stefan diggs too like stefan diggs was and and always will be a super fiery competitor to the point where he pushes it too far sometimes and you're always gonna see that from some of these guys who compete 
But when it's a wide receiver, I, for some reason, they love that more than anything. And, you know, he had that here with Diggs, despite being, you know, as, as great as a wide receiver as the Vikings have had. And also he was right about the Vikings. Like his complaint was that they weren't throwing the ball enough. They didn't have the right offensive philosophy. And he was like dead ass right. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way. There's just no re- – and they're, they're, look, they're doing this to Justin Jefferson already. Yeah. Like Justin Jefferson negotiates a contract like every NFL player and trade him, get him out of here. If he's a money-grubbing, you know, wide receiver, like what are we, what are we doing here? The guy's unbelievable. So. Well, that's why I wanted to get oh, – Yeah, that's why I wanted to get you on. I, I texted you last night. I said this on the air. I texted you. I wanted you to get on for a new segment called – that team's not going to do that really dumb thing that people are pretending is smart, right? Which is Jefferson is about to play on the fifth-year option, which is a $19 million price tag for him, and he is most assuredly worth much more than that. And if he wants a contract to ensure that he's paid guaranteed money, then that's totally normal. Like uh, Quarterbacks get paid after year three now. Josh Allen got his big deal after year three. Mahomes... Kyler Murray got a big deal after year three. So here's Jefferson saying, I don't want to go into year five on this and immediately chatter about whether or not they could trade him. So um, they're not going to trade him, right? Uh, I really don't think so. Now, once upon a time, I did say on this very station that uh, the Vikings shouldn't trade Stephon Diggs and would probably never do it and he's too good. And then he ended up as, as a Buffalo Bill. So uh, I would not count anything out, but um, Justin Jefferson can't even rent a car yet. That's how young he still is. So if you sign him to a four or five year contract, you're still talking about having him through his entire prime. And then, you you know, see where it goes from there. Uh, the way that uh, teams can manipulate the salary cap, manipulate contracts, you know, you're just playing AJ Brown. Look at AJ Brown's contract. He set the highest mark for guaranteed money of any wide receiver for fully guaranteed money with 56 million. And uh, his cap hit, I think didn't get over 20 million until like next year. I mean, so he's played like the first several years on his deal under $20 million cap hit. And I don't know how many times you have to explain this uh, like to fans or whatever. And we have over the cap.com to help us understand these things, but the, the money ultimately gets spread out. Uh, they, they can restructure these deals and things like that to lower salary cap hits. Like, it's not that hard to work around a position player, especially if the position player is the best of the best. And I think it's kind of a similar thing to Nick Bosa last year, where you know San Francisco was never going to get rid of Nick Bosa. But when you have the best player and everyone knows it's going to be the biggest contract, it does take a while to work that out. Like There's a lot of moving parts. It isn't like your average left guard in free agency where it's like, okay, take it or leave it. I mean, he has a lot of power in this negotiation. And then you have the salary cap going up more than people expected as well. So the number is probably going to shock people, but I can't come up with any trade that makes sense unless Josh Allen is available. Is he available? Cause I would do that. I would, I would trade Justin Jefferson for Josh Allen, but unless it's a quarterback it, the whole thing is like wide receivers around the NFL who are truly great are making their quarterbacks better. I mean, I, I like Brock Purdy, but Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle make that guy a success. That's what you want. You, you don't want to have Josh Allen where it's like, 
uh, he has to do everything himself. You want to have receivers so good that your quarterback can't fail. So uh, that combined with his popularity, his personality, he's been as great of a superstar as you're ever going to find. I just can't see this ownership, this front office saying, okay, let's just trade him for draft picks and pray to God. It seems like a good way to end up looking really stupid to trade a guy that's that's this good. Matthew, looking back on on this last run with the Vikings, they're about to switch at quarterback, right? Kirk Cousins is a UFA and he'll sign somewhere. No, No thought about Cousins coming back? Oh, uh, there's a lot of thought about Cousins coming back, just not for me. Uh, I think it would be an absolutely insane thing to do. Um, you know, people love that Einstein quote about the definition of insanity, but it really would be that kind of situation where they've done this for six years. They have one road playoff win. So Baker Mayfield as a Tampa Bay Buck has more home playoff wins than Kirk Cousins as a Minnesota Viking. They've paid him $200 million. And he's been fine. He hasn't been bad. He's just been fine, which is not good enough. It's just Mahomes and, and Allen, these are the guys who win. Or teams who have amazing top-to-bottom rosters. And right now, the Vikings have nothing of the sort. I mean, they need like nine starters right now just, just to make a starting lineup, not even a complete roster. They, they have so many free agents and – Kirk Cousins is 36 and coming off of a severe injury. No matter how much he and Aaron Rodgers want to pretend that Achilles are just fine, they're not. It's really hard to come back from that. So I think it would be a tremendously bad bet. But Kirk Cousins has this weird stranglehold on people where they fear someone worse than Kirk Cousins. (laughs) He sets this bar where it's like, well, he's the 12th best quarterback in the league. And if we do X, Y, and Z, we can probably win with him. And you actually can, unless you have the Eagles roster, the 49ers roster, uh, even, I mean, gosh, look at Dallas's rosters recently with a good quarterback. Who's not unbelievable. And they still don't get over the hump. So, uh, but coaches are afraid to get rid of him because they think, Oh, a rookie is not going to be as good as him. And it's if you draft the wrong guy, we know what happens. Everybody gets fired. Um, So there's this kind of fear factor that Kirk Cousins always holds over this franchise, and they keep going back to him despite the fact that it never gets them anywhere. So if they decide not to go that direction, Matthew, speaking of Matthew Collar of uh, Purple Insider, covers the Vikings, former morning show producer, if they decide not to go that round, is this – is this like one of those years we were just begging the Bills to take a quarterback in the draft, and that that's the big question for the Vikings? Will they do it? Yeah, I mean... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
And if they move on from him, they don't have much other choice. Uh, when you look at the other options, I would be fine with Baker Mayfield for a couple of years if that's what they were going to do and develop a quarterback or something. Uh, but I mean like one year to get him developed a, a draft pick. But you can't go with Jimmy Garoppolo or something and then hope that that's going to work. The argument that the general manager and coach Kevin O'Connell would have to make to uh, the ownership who will refuses to be bad. Like they are the worst ownership for me to cover because they absolutely refuse to ever fully rebuild slash tank ever. Uh, so this is this is a problem, right? Because there's kind of a mandate that they have to be trying to compete for the playoffs all the time, which makes it difficult. So then you're kind of looking at like, all right, where's the bridge quarterback that can keep you competitive and then draft a guy and then hopefully you can make that transition. It's a really hard thing to do and it usually doesn't work. Um, but they have to be looking at these quarterbacks. And so there's a wide range of options of, you know, do you trade three first-round picks to try to go up and get Drake May if he's available or Jaden Daniels? Or do you, you know, just wait until number 11 and see if McCarthy or Bo Nix is there? Or do you trade back into the first to get the guy who drops? Like, there's lots of different ways that they could go about it. And I've done draft simulations on PFF's website of all of them so far. And uh, I like all the options better than uh, bringing back Kirk Cousins because I think this quarterback class is legitimately good. What does Jefferson want to do there? Like, does he have a good relationship with Cousins where he would champion him, or would you think he'd be ready? Whatever, let's let's go wherever we got to go. It's a little bit of a mystery because he always says great things about Kirk Cousins, as he should. It's been his quarterback, and he's set all of these records. And I think what uh, I mean Jefferson while playing with Cousins. And I think that the team and players have a great amount of respect for Kirk Cousins. It's hard to be this good for this long, and it's hard to understand the complexities of Kevin O'Connell's offense, and he's super accurate. He's really good at throwing the football. And so if you're a wide receiver, you're like, well, he reads the defense well. He gets me the football. I put up my numbers. I set my records, and Jefferson's going to get this huge contract in part because he had a very accurate and good quarterback. Jefferson also played with Joe Burrow in college, and he knows. He knows. And sometimes sometimes uh, when he's doing interviews, hosts will kind of bait him into something about Kirk. Like they asked him last year to rank his top five quarterbacks, and he didn't rank Kirk because he's just kind of an earnest kid who doesn't think that the Internet will explode after that. Uh, but I think he realizes that there is a missing playmaking, athleticism, running element to Kirk and, and more than anything, I think Justin Jefferson wants to win. He and Kirk Cousins together, again, zero playoff wins. The best receiver on earth, zero playoff wins, in part because his quarterback has been not good enough and too expensive to build a great roster. And I think Jefferson is aware of that, but it's going to be pretty unhappy if they get him a rookie who, who fails, right? So, you, you know, it's like if you try to play it, it's like my golf game. If you try to play it safe, you can still hit it in the woods. Uh, so you might as well just grip it and rip it is the way I look at it. But no one really truly knows how Justin Jefferson feels about this. But I think that he would much prefer somebody who can make plays and also somebody that they can actually compete for a Super Bowl with by building a complete team, which they've never been able to do around Cousins' uh, salary cap hit. Matthew Collar covers the Vikings of Purple Insider. 
formerly of WGR, also an author, author of Football is a Numbers Game. Your book, uh, a little, little spotlight shined on it because it's about the growth, the history, the story of uh, pro football focus, which it seems like you know, football players want to seem to yell about every three or four days. Yeah, it's helpful because uh, every time they do that, then I could tweet out, hey, if you want to know the entire story about PFF. Uh, also, I was at Radio Row doing book promotion, and every – Host wanted me to um, like explain Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't think that's really what I did here in the book, but uh, sure, yeah, it was a 50 50 play and he went for it. But um, yeah, it's been a really interesting thing to see because not only do players like JJ Watt occasionally rail against it, which is helpful, you know, but also uh, Zach Robinson, who worked for PFF, just got hired as the Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator. So uh, that was, it was quite a, Quite a nice, nice thing to see for the book. Um, but yeah, I think that people only know the grades and the Twitter, and the, that does not tell the story at all of what PFF is actually doing behind the scenes for teams. But you got to buy, find the book to you know find out. Yeah, very good. Football is a numbers game by one Matthew Collins. You got another book coming out? You've done two books. You had a Vikings book too on the Minnesota Miracle. So there's got to be another book coming. Once, if there's anything I know, Matthew, it's that once you write a book, you don't stop. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I haven't decided, though, because it's such a long process from start to finish. So it, I think I started in September 2021, and we're still, you know, doing the book promotion part of it, and I haven't decided. i got to have a good idea, yeah. but I don't have a good idea right now. All right. If I come up with one, I'll let you know. Okay, I'll, I'll do uh, all the wide right field goals in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We don't even have to, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm speaking for myself here. I don't even think about that kick from Bass. Other things happen in that game that are troubling, and, you know, there's, there's, there's more context. Anyway, thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for having me. We'll see you. Yeah, when the, when, when the Vikings trade just, Justin Jefferson to the Bills, we'll call, and we'll talk I'll again. Okay. I hope not. All right. All right. Ma- Matthew Collar, uh, Vikings reporter, cover. he covers the Vikings, Purple Insider, does a great job. And that book, Football's a Numbers Game. I ordered a copy, got my copy, been going through that. As a good time. It's super interesting. It's all about the stuff that you don't know about your football teams. And that's, you know, they love to downplay what they do, but they are, a lot of them, deep into a lot of stuff, analytics, all that. Like he said, it goes far beyond all the other stuff. 8030550, Yeah, you can give us a call. Don Granado push to tomorrow. It's a Sabres game night. We've got Sabres and Panthers coming up this evening. Jeremy and Joe, Joe out today. So it's just me, Josh Schmidt here as well. Got the stat of the day when we return and uh, some instant trivia next hour as well. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.